Hello and welcome to another episode of Farmers Inside Track, brought to you by Food Form Zanzi. I'm your host, Dornumdu. From Kabecha in the Eastern Cape to Newcastle in KwaZulu Natal, our listeners have been buzzing about Land Bank's blended finance scheme for small and medium scale black farmers. If you tuned into previous episodes, you'll remember it is a financing model that combines grant funding with loan financing to support agriculture and agribusinesses. Our guest today is Craig Harrison, a commercial banker at Landbank. He will be sharing some insights on the qualifying criteria for blended finance. Hi, Craig. It's absolutely amazing to welcome you to Farmers Inside Track. Before we were able to speak to Angelo Plaikis, and this time we have you joining us. And of course, I always love to start with an introduction to who I'm speaking to first. So maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into the conversation today. Sure. Hi, Dawn. Thank you so much for inviting me to speak to you about Land Bank and about what we're doing this side. I'm Craig Harrison. I am a commercial banker for Land Bank. I'm currently uh, acting provincial manager for the Western Cape. I have broken service with Landbank, but my career started in Landbank in 2001 in Cape Town. And then we opened a branch in Paul way back then. I then relocated to Paul branch. From there, I went from position to position up to where I am today. I love agriculture. I'm driven. We have so much to do in this country in terms of transformation. It hits me personally where I have the opportunity to help our country build tomorrow's agriculture and tomorrow's farmers. It's absolutely amazing. And I think I definitely share your sentiment in terms of working towards building a better future for farmers and specifically around what you're offering developing farmers and newly commercialized farmers with your blended finance program. Just to recap, for some of those that may have missed our last chats, what is blended finance all about? How does it work? Maybe you can just do a quick recap um, as we start off the conversation. So the blended finance product, it's something that was launched in October last year by the Minister of Agriculture and our chairperson and the acting chair of the bank. It's basically a fund that was established in partnership between the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development and Land Bank. The aim is to commercialize development farmers. We have targeted certain producers in our small and medium scale farmers in primary agriculture. So basically funding what small scale farmers mean basically means those individuals or farming businesses who have turnovers between 50,000 and 1 million and medium scale farmers are those with turnovers between 1 million and 10 million rand. That is our target producers that we have for the fund. There are certain caps on the grant support. So it's basically a blend of a grant that comes from the department and a loan that comes from the land bank. So if you're smaller of the producers, those are the ones with turnovers between 50,000 and 1 million, we can fund up to 30 million. So those will be typically for land acquisitions, we can do 20 million. And then for your production support, we can do 10. And that would be basically be split between a grant and a loan. The same with medium scale producers, we can also then fund the land acquisitions up to 40 million, where the split will be 20 million for grant and 20 million for loan. And in production support, which is basically your capex and your opex, your capital expenditure that any farm needs and operational expenditure that any farm needs. For that one, we can do 20 million rand. Those are the maximum, according to our grant gliding scale, 
although the fund has those maximum caps, anyone who needs anything up to those amounts, we can fund that. The product also comes with insurance that is given by the department. So they provide for 6% of the total amount, the grant amount that is being applied for. So they make provision for that as well. So that covers anything from life, asset and crop insurance. I think that's a wonderful initiative to ensure that if anything were to happen to the farmer or to the crop or to the assets that it is insured. We also have a specific sector focus on this blended finance product, Dawn. So there are certain targeted commodities and those targeted commodities are in line with the agriculture and agro-processing master plan. So those will be your aquaculture, grains and oil seeds, fruits and nuts. Within fruits and nuts, you have uh, subcategories of citrus, deciduous fruits, subtropical fruits and nuts, and the livestock, poultry, piggeries, and red meat. So other food sectors and agro-processing would be your dairy, sugarcane, aquaculture, and vegetables. And in non-food sectors would be your wool and mohair. And then we also find industrial crops, your cotton. For somebody to apply for this fund, there are certain exclusions. So uh, politicians in public office, they are excluded from the blended finance product. For them to apply, they would have to have a 12-month cooling period. Similarly, employees of government and state-owned enterprises, state-owned enterprises, so I would fall in that category because Land Bank is a state-owned entity. So we have a 24-month cooling period. Employees of all other organizations serving as administrators of the scheme, such as uh, other funders who's also participating in blended finance, they are also excluded from applying. Special advisors for agricultural programs, those are local, provincial and national, they are excluded. Foreign nationals, those with dual citizenship and illegal immigrants are excluded. Part-time producers or farmers, whether they have a full-time farm manager or will appoint a farm manager, they would not qualify because they need to be full-time producers. And then individuals who are politically exposed persons posing a, a reputational risk, so they would also be excluded. Under the blended finance product, Dawn, we would not be able to assist any distressed producers where the grant is required to settle debts of the distressed producer. So at the time when they do apply for the funding, they should not be in distress. We do fund joint ventures. However, joint ventures with farm workers, where the farm workers are not involved in the management of the operation, they are excluded. So joint ventures where targeted producers exercise less than 60% ownership and voting rights are excluded. So we require at least a majority shareholder for the black partner of 60% and more. And then producers who have mismanaged previous government grants are excluded. And then lastly, the fund requires for the applicant or the farmer to at least make provision for farm worker profit sharing percentages, 10% of their profits to their farm workers for sharing. And if that is not part of, of their business plan, then we would not be able to fund them under the splendid finance product. Craig, thank you so much. I think you've given us a clear breakdown of the blended finance product with the Land Bank, recapping what we've spoken about over the past few weeks. And my next question would be specifically around the qualifying criteria. There are two components at play here, the debt portion being the first. Now, how do you determine whether farmers will qualify to get a loan? It has to be a South African citizen with a valid ID or a registered business entity and also South African registered. Black-owned and managed farming enterprises that were commercially viable in those commodities that I've mentioned earlier, that's prioritized agriculture and agro-processing master plan. In case of joint ventures, the non-Black partners should have not more than 40%, but not less than 26% ownership in the enterprise. As I've mentioned earlier, they must have at least 10% farm worker profit sharing bonus program in place. 
to go a little deeper in that one, um, Dawn, qualifying criteria, how do we determine on your question? So basically on our side, we screen all our applicants. So anyone who applies for funding through the land bank for the splendid finance scheme, we start out with a pre-assessment. So that's basically just a preliminary assessment of what is the farm they want to purchase or that they are leasing where they would require production inputs. We do a screen to check whether there would be serviceability. There'll be a, at least some sort of security for that loan. If there's no security required for it, we then determine the viability based on the serviceability of whatever that farm can produce. Next up is around the conditional grant funding as offered by the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development. How is the grant funding cap? The caps on those grant funding, I think I've mentioned it earlier, in terms of those small and medium categories that we've got, is basically caps with those amounts that I've mentioned earlier. So small, we can do a maximum of 30 million, and that would be a part land purchase and part production requirement and capex. Then for medium scale producers, we can do a maximum of 60 million. That's also then divided between the grant and the loan. Thank you so much, Craig. I really appreciate um, the clarity on that question. Now, you know, can an applicant receive grant funding on a standalone basis or must it be in conjunction with a land bank loan funding? It's a conditional grant and it cannot be approved on a standalone basis. So it has to be in conjunction with the land bank loan. And those loans will be priced at uh, market-related rates. Now, something else that's also at play is the so-called economic benefits criteria scorecard that applicants must meet to qualify for the conditional grant. How does that work exactly? The economic benefits criteria scorecard, it's a scorecard that allocates points to the applicant for ownership and transformation, inclusivity, own contribution through financial, non-financial means. Employment creation, contribution to food security, sustainable development, localization and markets. Applicants will need to obtain a minimum of 20 points out of a total of 50 points to qualify for the conditional grant. Now, how are loans priced under the blended finance scheme? The land banks loans are, are risk-based, priced on a, according to the risk. And we take various factors into account, financial factors as well as qualitative factors. Those includes things like the experience of the farmer. So we fund the jockey, whether you have the ability to then produce and to farm commercially on that property. And then we take other things also in, into consideration, the experience of the farmer, whether he's got qualifications, how long he's been there, the type of farming enterprise, whether it's mixed, whether it's perennial crops, livestock. We take all those into account and from there, we then price according to the risk. Now, before we say goodbye, and this is a very important question because often there's little bits that farmers don't take note of that you can possibly advise them on as a commercial banker. What would you say to agriculturalists and agribusinesses looking to access blended finance? If I can divide that up, starting with new entrants, people who are not currently in agriculture but would like to go into agriculture, I think for them they would have certain homework first. In their side, they would need to at least plan properly not just take the first farm that comes for sale to go and look at the farm go and check whether they have the ability to farm that piece of property on a commercial basis and identify certain gaps on the farm certain gaps that they have so that we can at least take care of those things before we assist them to acquire that piece of land for those who are currently already in agriculture would like to expand to become more commercially viable or just increase the productions that they currently have. 
they should speak to a commercial bank at the land bank. We have a team of experts who are able to assist them. They can pick up the phone, they can call, they can visit the offices and speak to our staff members. We are back at the offices. We are ready to help each and every person that comes through. It is important that they consider their own capabilities and also check everything. In agriculture, you need to ensure that you understand the markets, you understand the crops that you're dealing with, you understand the area, the location where the farm is at, you understand the climate, the seasonality of that. I would encourage any emerging farmer or development black farmer to approach in that specific areas, approach the Department of Agriculture's Extension offices who are readily available to assist them. If they are interested in a particular commodity, there are commodity groups or industry bodies who can assist. To mention a few, we have Hordgro, who takes care of the deciduous fruit industry. You have Vinpro, who takes care of the viticulture industry. You have the CGA, Citrus Growers Association, that takes care of citrus farmers and so on. So I would encourage them to speak to the bankers speak to the extension offices at the Department of Agriculture and also link themselves up with the commodity groups because those would definitely be one of the institutions that would be able to help them once they are on the farm. Further to that, there are various programs available in every province which would be funded by the local governments where they would have access to markets, there's the National Agricultural Marketing Council that can also assist them. So they should definitely know that they are not alone. The land bank is there for them. The industry and the Department of Agriculture is there for them. So they should not feel isolated, but I would definitely encourage them to reach out to those stakeholders. And then further to that, Dawn, the agricultural community is a relationship building community and you know farmers are like community of individuals in a certain suburb like we would know speak to the neighboring farmer attend organized agricultural events find out about what's happening what's new what innovation is out there especially during this time in our country where we have load shedding and various things that impede our ability to to perform great in our roles in agriculture as farmers I think it's important for farmers to speak to one another and especially new entrants and black farmers needs to know that the commercial agriculture that we know are as strong as it is because it's a group of farmers who have come together and we have said we will support each other and I would encourage our new farmers to do the same. Thank you so much, Craig. Like you said, there are a number of resources available. It's just about finding your networks and finding the community that's closest to you, we often do work with the Agricultural Research Council and the NMC and various organized agricultural groups and commodity organizations and all these representative bodies that you made mention of. So definitely great advice there from your side. And of course, you know, the access that we have to you and your colleagues at the Land Bank definitely adds so much value as well for our Farmers Inside Track listeners. Now, this discussion has been really valuable and I must admit, our email lines have been buzzing with listeners wanting to know how and where they apply. Not so much the how, but specifically the where, because you've given them the how just now in this podcast and in our previous episodes. Now, where must they go? Can they do it online? Who can they call or email? 
They can go onto the internet to www.landbank.co.za. Our contact details are there. Our provincial officers' contact details, even our head office details are there. We have a client portal um, that's online. They can register and apply online. They can call our offices. The, co the contact numbers are also on our website. They can visit the branches. We do welcome walking clients. If they are close to a land bank office, they can pop in, speak to a commercial banker, speak to an agricultural specialist. They will all be able to assist you. If they want further information, we also have a toll-free number that's also on the internet. There are various ways for them to apply for funding. Thank you for listening to this episode of Farmers Inside Track, brought to you by Foodform Zanzi. We hope you found the information shared today by Craig Harrison, a commercial banker at LandBank, informative and useful. For more information on blended finance and LandBank's qualifying criteria, please visit landbank.co.za. And check out Food from Zanzi. From me, Don Numdu, technical producer Megan van der Vent, and the rest of the team, bye for now. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food Form Zanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.